Welcome everybody to FSE Live. You know, one of the most famous casinos in all of Las Vegas is located right here in the middle of the Fremont Street experience. But in true Las Vegas style, sometimes famous is synonymous with infamous. So tonight we're gonna to talk about mobsters and ghosts and money. Oh my, stay tuned. the Fremont Street Experience in downtown Las Vegas. It's FSE Live with your host, Jeff Victor. Welcome everybody back to FSE Live. Right here on the Vegas Video Network, I'm Jeff Victor. I'm the president of the Fremont Street Experience and that explains why we're filming live live right here on downtown Las Vegas. And so let's uh, talk about what's happened the last couple of weeks since our, our first broadcast. Uh, you know, first of all, we asked you for your feedback and we were thrilled to get tons and tons of feedback. Uh, we really didn't expect that much. Uh, you know, to see that you're that engaged and, and, and that curious about the show is, is fabulous for us. And uh, so thank you very much. Uh, you, you asked us to adjust a few segments and so we're gonna have our first musical guest tonight. Uh, we changed the logo and uh, we're going to bring back some things like movers and shakers and meet the neighbors and all that good kind of stuff. There was another thing that happened, however, we were really shocked to find out the reach of the show. The show went out and was viewed in 38 countries and 42 states here in the U.S. Well, we know who the other eight states are and so we're hoping to improve on that this week. And you know, of all the feedback that we got, it was really curious to me. I told you I was a business guy. I told you to give me a little bit of leeway because this is not a natural position for me. But of all the things you wanted to talk about, it was my clothing, my attire. You said I was too stiff and too businesslike. So I went out to the outlet mall down here in downtown. There's a really fabulous outlet mall over here. And I bought at Kenneth Cole this really ridiculous velvety silver jacket that I'll never be able to wear to any board meeting or bank meeting, uh, but uh, I did this ridiculous thing for you, and I'm, I'm sure you'll tell me if uh, this is working for you or not, but in any case, thank you so much for, for all the feedback. It, it's been a great experience, and here we are back again to do our second show. Stay with us. We're going to be right back with Movers and Shakers. So one of the most storied casinos in all of Las Vegas is Binion's Casino, but it wasn't always called Binion's. In fact, it's got a really fantastic history, but let's meet the person who's behind the helm right now. The gentleman who's running Binion's Casino right now, and you call it the gambling hall, is Tim Lager, the general manager. Tim, how are you? Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you inviting me in. Thanks for being here. So. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've talked about Binion's, uh, you know, in, in all of Las Vegas' history, but it wasn't always called Binion's, and so if you take us back in time a little bit, if you would, you know, how did it start? Actually, it originally started as the Apache Hotel in 1932. So, right now we're a full city block long, but at that time we were just down on Casino Center, which was actually 2nd Street at the time, in, in Fremont. And the original owner, Mr. Savaney, he came here to work on the, the dam and he realized, he was from Utah, he realized nobody had air conditioning in their hotels. So what he did is he built a hotel, it's an 80-room hotel that originally started, 
and it was the first hotel in Las Vegas that had air conditioning and also electronic elevator. So it was a major first, <laughs> which is big. Yes, it's big. And at the time, it was prior to the gambling being approved here, just prior to that. And then what happened was... You mean it, you were gambling before it was approved? It, well, we heard the same thing from the Golden exactly. Gate last week. So, so um, but anyway, so that was the first one. It was kind of interesting because we've heard some good stories. Back in the early days, if somebody wanted to come for a quickie divorce in Nevada, they had to be here and they had to stay here for at least six weeks. One of the neat things we found out was Lucille Ball came here and stayed at the Apache. Oh, get out. No kidding. And it's really cool because she had to stay here for six weeks, so she picked that because it had air conditioning. <laughs> and she could move. survive it for six weeks. So she hung out there. W.C. Fields hung out there. So there's a lot of really cool people. And then as time evolved, then all of a sudden the gaming started coming in. And what happened was Mr. Savani wasn't in the gaming business, so he leased his main floor out to different gaming operators, and he maintained the hotel operation. So that's where it ended up going through several years, but it became the horseshoe in 1951. Which well, wait were, a minute, wait a minute. Now I'm a little confused, if you'll, you'll indulge me. So right now I know when you walk into what, what is Binion's, there's kind of two levels. In fact, right in the middle of the casino, there's a, a shift from one level up a ramp into another one. And so at some point through time, there was a hole cut in a door. Huge evolution for the property. So originally back in those days, and actually maybe going back further, is back here on First Street where we're standing right here. In 1915 was the very first bank that was in Nevada, or in Las Vegas, pardon me. It was right here. Then when the gaming started growing, the, the bank kind of went away. And what they did is they started building small properties side by side. So at one point back in the 50s, yeah. there was actually five gambling joints okay. that, that, that encompassed so this Apache. building. So it was the Apache, it was the Boulder Club, Boulder. it was the Savoy, it was also the Mint, and then it was the uh, Birdcage, which was right here at the very end. Well, wait a second, so the Mint, so it went from being a bank to, uh, which is a place that stores money, to the Mint, which is a place that prints money. Exactly. So that's, that's curious, and you, me you mentioned the uh, Savoy. Uh, isn't that what they keep referencing in the uh, current television show? Absolutely, in the television Vegas? show. Yeah, exactly. All about Ralph Lamb, um, which there's a couple of little pieces there. That's a great series that's out there right now. We were very lucky and fortunate that Ralph Lamb used to come here years ago, and he used to come and hang out with Benny Binion back in the day. And when they got ready to start uh, putting the show out, they did a bunch of interviews with Ralph Lamb. And what they did is they said, hey, we want some old school kind of locations for you to do some interviews with us. He asked that they do an interview with him in our steakhouse, which is located on the 24th floor here at our property, which he used to come and, and hang out with Benny Binion at. He came in and he did some interviews up there and he, he gave us a gracious opportunity to talk to him a little bit. And he was telling us back in the day, Benny had actually had him a, a, a signed parking spot in our garage where he would come in and park um, and hang out down here. And then when we start watching the TV show, Austin, they kept talking about the Savoy, the, oh, the Savoy. Geez. And I really didn't know much about the Savoy. And my assistant, Michelle, she's very into all the history of the property. And I started asking about the Savoy. Is that, that's probably this fictitious place. The oh, no, no. I have seen photos of, of the sign. Yes, it was a blade sign that said yeah. the Savoy. When I didn't know that, and Austin, she's like, no, the Savoy was part of our property. It was right in the mid, dead center of their property. So the neat thing is, is there's that history that's here, that so much happened here in this property. Yeah, some of the things we can't talk about, although we are going to touch on <laughs> yeah. those. So right down here behind us uh, used to be the birdcage, but right yeah. now it's the whiskey liquor bar. Absolutely. Um, we noticed you know, that with the, the change of the street, 
We'd put port portable bars out front, and, and we noticed that the guests really liked that. And so we decided that we wanted to make a permanent bar, and we put a patio, which we're the first ones that put a patio out on Fremont Street. And we did that. There are people and, enjoying that right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's really great because really the number one reason a lot of people come down here is the sightsee. They want to see the people. They want to see the Viva Vision show you guys do such a great job with. All right. So tell me about what, these folks that are sitting here at the bar. What, what kind of drinks are they uh, enjoying? Because I see a couple of cowgirls, yeah. and I know the cowgirls. Right. And I know Chucky. They're standing back here with something in their hands. And so. Well, you know, really, we, we, when we decided to build the bar, we wanted to have a name for it. So we yeah. had a contest to name, pick the name. And Chucky is one of our main guys, been here with us for years, and he had all these great drink menus, and he came up with a drink called the Licky Licky. The Licky Licky. So, hey, Chucky, how you doing? So, Good to see you. Nice seeing you guys. So, Who did you bring with you? Ah, the Chucky's Licky Licky. Oh, yeah, it's famous downtown. It actually has a strawberry rum. All right, well, can I have one of those? <laughs> Thank you. This is not easy stuff for me, so no. uh, it looks like a lot of sugar Thank and uh, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of liquor, actually. But, but Well, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it, ladies. Thank you very thank much. You. Yeah, thank appreciate you. Appreciate it. Yeah, but basically what we came down to is we had a contest to name the, the, the bar, and Chucky was one of our main guys, and he had this drink that he's been selling for a long time, and it kind of played off the words. So, Licky, we really like that, and that's kind of... in. Basically, uh, uh, something that Benny Binion started with years ago. He told you, give your customers good food, good whiskey, good gamble, and that's all you have to do, and they're going to they'll be loyal to you. Okay, no, well, wait a minute. So that was the formula, but in truth, there was uh, a little bit of an uh, interesting side to this place. I mean, uh, as I recall, and it might just be rumor, but the movie Casino, uh, some of those, uh, or at least one of those scenes, is rumored to have happened and don't tell me which one, but down in the basement of, uh, of this casino. Well, I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> okay. But um, we've had a lot of people that have been around for a long time, and I think the gaming industry has changed a lot over yeah. the years. This was not a place. <laughs> no. This was not a place. Las Vegas um, was not a place for cheats or wimps, right? Not at all. Uh, in the early days, um, they definitely took care of things themselves, and they really didn't need police officers or uh, Sheriff Lamb to take care of them for them, I think. Okay, so through all of that, I also saw a program uh, that you guys did that talked about Binion's having a little bit of a haunted element. Well, absolutely. Um, actually, we had a, a, a group come in. It's called Haunted Collectors. It's a haunted series Collectors. that's on Sci-Fi Channel. And we have in the original area, uh, the Apache Hotel. Um, and like I said, that's built in 1932. You're not going to tell me Lucille Ball is haunting. Well, I, hopefully not. Okay, but, all right. but the funny thing is, is actually in the property in that we have two floors of, of uh, rooms yeah. and then we have a penthouse. It's a single room by itself. It's called room 400. You can't get to it through an elevator. You have to walk up a bunch of stairs to get to it. And what well, we've heard way back in the day, probably in the 40s, right behind that room is a small room that it was a, a count room. And a count room being a place that you count money. Yes, and yes. they would call it a soft count room because you'd count the, the dollar because bills. Because it, it wasn't downstairs. It wasn't a coin. Yeah, well, yeah. It wasn't a coin, it was soft Oh, count. just money. Just From cash, money. I guess. And what we've heard back in, like I said, in the 40s, prior to the Binions being here, but basically back in those days, um, things were a little bit different, and pretty much things would happen back there, and maybe some of that money wouldn't make it all the way to the bank, and it would go out fire escape and off the roof it goes and off they went. So there's a lot of history there and what we found out was we had some interest from them and we said well let, you know come on and take a look um, and it was a great show they came out and there's definitely in that older area like I said 1932 
um, things we can't explain. Okay, so so there's the, in that program there's uh, discussions of employees getting grabbed by invisible things, tapes flying off the wall, and and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, you and I uh, have had a, a couple of uh, beers here yeah. and there, and and had these conversations, but they can get caught up on. Uh, the viewers can get caught up on this uh, with the programs we're talking about. But you know, if if people were coming down here, you have fabulous places like the the restaurant on the roof, the pool right. on the roof, and and the famous hamburgers. But if there's something that uh, they were going to come down and go through your property and potentially miss, what would that be I think that the, you don't want them to miss? Absolutely. You know, um, when Terry Cottle purchased the property uh, about four and a half years ago, one of the things that was missing is there used to be the million dollar display in the property for years. Right. And it, when we came in and Terry purchased it, everybody kept telling us that people came for the million dollar display. They want to take their picture with it. It was a great promotion. We brought it back in August of 08. Oh, there it is on, um, the, on the screen right now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's There's the mayor. The, that, the that's former mayor. mayor. Taylor, uh, um, Terry and you. Yes, and he was very gracious to come down. We had an opening of our Benny's Bullpen Sports Bar. So that really bar. is a million dollars, right? It truly is a million dollars. And the kind of interesting story is when we decided we wanted to do it again, what I did is I went in our soft count room and I asked our, our, our cage people, I said, well, look, I, I need to see some $100 bills. I want to see how big a million dollars is. It's not is. that big. It's not. So what they did is they pulled me out. They said, well, here, here's a half a million dollars in $100 bills. It was extremely small. Right. I'm like, well, that's not going to look good. People right. aren't going to really want that. So actually, that million dollar display is made up. The bulk of it is, is $820,000 in $20 bills. Okay. So that gives us the bulk. And really what we were trying to do when we wanted to bring it back is we kind of look back at the history of the property. Obviously, the World Series of Poker started in our property. Jack Binion and Benny Binion, they created it. And originally, when somebody would win the, the, the World Series, what happened is they would bring out a cardboard box with a million dollars in it, and they would dump it on Isn't the poker table and take a picture, which you can go to in our poker room right now, and you can see pictures of all the past winners. So we felt that would be an ultimate thing for our guests to come and feel what a World Series winner would feel like. So we did the display. It's actually one-inch uh, bulletproof plexiglass. Bolted to the uh, floor. Bolted to the floor. <laughs> right. And uh, originally when we did it, our, our, our uh, insurance gentleman is very, very uh, cautious. And we had this thing. It's bolted to the floor. It's, it's, the table's bolted down. We have metal, bolt, uh, metal sheeting across the table. It weighs about 600 pounds. Oh, and God. even he said, he goes, you guys went overkill. If they can get the money, they deserve it. Okay, well, you know what they can get when they come down here, and you offered up something special for the, for the viewers of the program. Uh, you wanted to give a little love. Absolutely. We really appreciate everybody kind of following us. We'd love to have you in the next month. If you want to come down, go to our Players Club. Go in there. Just tell me you've seen this on the podcast. We're going to give you a coupon that you can go to our main bar or Benny's Bullpen, our sports bar. I love Benny's Bullpen. It's a wonderful environment. Um, and get a free, either free draft beer or well drink on us just to say our appreciation. We appreciate you thinking about us and, and coming down. And that's good for 30 days from now? 30 days from now. Well, that's very generous, Tim. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jeff. So next time you're in uh, Las Vegas, make sure you peel out a little bit of time to get a feel for this fabulous history of this fabulous uh, location. Uh, there's, there's nothing like Binion's. Please come on down. Oh, oh, hi. I'm Kelly Clinton. <laughs> that stuff. I wonder if Joan Rivers is watching. Oh, oh, please. Oh, my God. Who cares? I don't have a different one. You know who watches this show? Wayne Newton. You got that right, Kelly. I think you're absolutely beautiful.
And that was a young lady. Five, six, nine, twelve. Dr. Shit. More camera time for me. Hey, I wonder if Cher's watching. Oh, please. I have so many other things to do. <laughs> Woo! Hi, I'm Kelly Clinton. I'm the host of Talk Tales, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. Troubles away, you know she walked out on me. You're the best thing I see. So hey, baby, rescue me. Hey, lady, come lay here with me. Hold me close and comfort me. See you barely held on. Nothing left but my dreams Hey, baby, lay with me To go till morning comes Hey, lady, thanks for the night Saw stars in your eyes Did everything right Cause I was down on my luck I was washed out to see But hey baby You rescued me Said hey baby You rescued me <laughs> uh, Thank you, thank you Thanks. How you doing, man? How are you? Jay Bolin, how you Great doing, buddy? Good. Thank Good you for you being definitely. our first musical uh, guest. Proud to be here, man. Um, you know, you and I met several years ago, yeah. and uh, we became great friends. And uh, you know, we actually hired you to put you out on the Fremont Street Experience stages for for a period, and and. The reason we did that is because you're every bit this good by yourself, well, but you, you also have a fantastic past and played with some of the coolest cats in the business. Absolutely, right? pleasure. And so, yeah. remind me of all the people that you've brought down here to play with. Oh, you. like Rocket Rashad and Tony Franklin from The Firm, and David Lee Ross Band, and Gina Vanelli, some guys from Elton John's band. The last gig I did here, actually, Bobby Blotzer from Rat. I uh, was the drummer. Right. Um, you know, all the good guys, you know, came in. You actually gave me my first gig in Vegas. I couldn't even get a gig, and you gave me my first gig. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know <laughs> You that. gave me my first gig. I would have right. uh, paid you less if I had known that. <laughs> <laughs> but That's now, cool, hey, so you got established here, because you were always from L.A., so oh, yep. now you got really established here in Vegas, it. and you have your very own show inside the Four Queens. Uh, I do. It's Acoustic Retro Rock Show. I play classic 60s, 70s, and 80s rock and roll with an array of guitars, just myself, no track. Boom, and uh, it's going real well. I'm having a great time doing it. And yeah, but see, th th this isn't completely fair because there are a lot of uh, musicians that would kill to have that gig, and and I heard that you actually slept with the room manager to get the gig. Is that uh, true? It, it is true. You know, it can spread that rumor too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about your wife. Yes, your <laughs> that's lovely funny. Wife. Yeah, I do. That's funny. But uh, hey, man, you're producing your own show. Uh, she does happen to, to to manage that space, but yeah, you've been is. working in that space. Uh, for a couple years now. I have, and, uh, playing there and helping them produce you, things. You've got a following, yeah. and I, I can't even get you on a stage now because you're, you're oh, so busy. Man, that's great, man. I, I, I love playing it, and I'm happy to be there at the Four Queens, and 
They're treating so, me well. I love the showroom, the Cannon Club showroom in the Four Queens. Beautiful. Yeah, very intimate, very Great cool. Great room, you know. So uh, what, what time, I mean, if folks are going to come to Vegas and see you, uh, where yeah. do they do that? Tuesdays through Fridays, 9 o'clock. Yeah. In the Cannon Club showroom, the Four Queens Hotel. Can't miss it, you know, it's a good one. Find the box office, find the posters, find me and have some fun. Well, they'll say hi to you, you when know? they come. Thank you very oh, it's much. great, man. Jeff, appreciate thank that. you, man. I appreciate everything. All righty. Thank you. So, you know, as I told you last time, uh, it's a good day when I can get away from my desk and go down to the street and talk to our, uh, our visitors. And so, uh, once again, I sent Michael down there with a microphone to ask the simple question, the big icebreaker, where are you from? So, what is your name? My name is Gigi. David. Martinez. And, and where are you visiting us from? I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from LA, born and raised. Yeah, I'm from Lithuania. Is this Definitely. your first visit to Fremont Street? Actually, it is. I never knew that it's so beautiful, it's so nice here. The excitement is amazing. And had you ever been to Las Vegas before? Oh, that's my first time here. What's been your favorite part about visiting Fremont Street? Actually, I have been winning in Golden <laughs> Nugget. Winning? <laughs> I'm up $100. Party, man. It's like one big party and everything's just so awesome. Nothing like we have in, like, in Europe, you know. Is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Anyone you want to say hello to back home in L.A.? Grandma! Um, all my friends back in L.A. and Malibu. This is it. Back in Lufania, yeah. Hello. Seen by our president CEO, Jeff Victor. You could ask him about Fremont or anything. Is there a question that comes to mind? Why isn't it, you know, more more publicized on television and, and promoted? In downtown Las Vegas, oh, the yeah, Fremont that's Street. Where the party's at. I mean, you got to come to downtown. It's uh, it's it's where everything's really going on. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Okay. Oh my God! Did you see that guy from Lithuania? I mean, that was the biggest bottle of Corona I've ever seen. I mean, he looked like a big guy, and he was having trouble getting his hand around it. But hey, that's it's Vegas. You know, bring it on. So anyway, to answer the question, and I appreciate the frustration. I mean, we spend millions of dollars every year to advertise this place, and yet there's so much going on in, in Las Vegas. It's really hard to be heard. Uh, so, you know, one of our favorite methods of, of getting people down here, and just like the guy said, downtown is where it's all happening. What we really appreciate is that you tell your friends. I mean, what better, what better form of advertising than word of mouth, and so we hope you will help us out with that. Three, two, one. Oh, I need to come up with something funny to oh, say. Geez. Three, two, one. Wow. <laughs> but the co-host, really, you I have to say watching. Well, we're I'm doing. That's how you do it. You better really? watch. There okay. you go. I got we we're we, we are the odds couple. Hi, my name is Scott Pritchard. And I am Anthony Padilla. You're watching the Vegas Video Network. You are. You are. We are too. So I thanked you at the beginning of the show for giving us all the feedback. It really is helpful and it, it, it's encouraging. Uh, you know, I, we took a bit of a chance here to do this, uh, this, this thing, you know. We didn't know if you'd care and you did care. You, you gave us all kinds of uh, uh, information that we could use and feedback we could react to. And, and so we appreciate it and we encourage you to continue to do so. And so if you would please keep in touch with us, there's a variety of ways to do it. You can contact us via email at fse at vegasvideonetwork.com. Dot com. That's FSE at VegasVideoNetwork.com. If you don't like to type and you want to send us a voice message, go to the Vegas Video Network website, click on the red button over to the side of the screen, get a microphone ready, push the green button, and start recording.
Of course, uh, if you're watching us live, you can type in in live chat and, and I'll react to that. If you're not watching us live, you can catch us after the fact. We'll, we'll have this in archive at thevegasvideonetwork.com. We'll have it on YouTube and Roku and iTunes and every Saturday on KSHP 1400 AM. So, you know, we call this FSE Live, obviously a nod to Fremont Street Experience, but uh, hey, I live here, I work here, and I walk around, uh, you know, through my day eating lunch and so on and so forth. And the cool thing about living in an urban environment is that you run into friends and coworkers and constituents, and we end up calling each other neighbors. And so we, we really thought it important that we make part of this show a segment where you can meet the neighbors. And so we're going to do just that. In fact, we've got a neighbor that is just getting ready to move in here permanently. This is a gentleman who, like so many down here, is putting his own cash and his own time and investing in the experience that is downtown. I can't make this up. This guy is a cartoon character bigger than life, and I know he'll forgive me for saying that. Please welcome Big Daddy Carlos. How you doing, sir? Good to see you, brother. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a term of endearment, absolutely. Well, hey, if I, you know, we've known each other for a while. Absolutely, and I'm, absolutely. Listen, man, I'm thrilled. You, you, you've been down here. You've been active in, in a very big way. Over the last and now four or five you're, years. Yeah, and now you're doubling and tripling down, and, and you're getting ready to open a, a, a new joint. And so before we get to that, though, Give us a little bit of your history. You're, uh, you're an established restaurateur uh, from Southern California. Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood, California to be exact, but also I'm a Las Vegas native. Yep. Uh, my aunt moved out here in the early 70s, so I would spend weekends and vacations, and I consider Las Vegas my second city. Uh, good for I you. I kind of grew up on the streets of Hollywood making my bones uh, in the nightclub business in the 80s and 90s and so forth, along with my wife, and over a 20-year period owned some of the largest nightclubs, restaurants, and uh, music venues, arguably in the history of L.A. And that kind of parlayed into the subculture of what we do, which is making subculture become culture. And since we're the catalyst for putting our money where our mouth is, we take pride in the concept and taking it to the next level and being hands-on in everything we do. With that said, make a long story short, being part of Las Vegas and being part of the culture of Las Vegas, we were fortunate enough to team up with Terry Cotto, who's our partner, uh, who owns Binions and Four Queens, a few years back, and together we uh, started working on a lot of projects, and one of those projects was the 601 Fremont building. Which now we're we, talking about, when you say that, we're talking about Fremont East, which yes. uh, is uh, a continuation, essentially, it's, it's the same, uh, of Fremont Street experience, it's the, but it's, it's, a little, it's a little different vibe down there, well, isn't it? The analogy would be that it's the uh, same, different side of the same coin. And if you have what's kind of an old school glitz entertainment factor here, you have more of a rock and roll bar lounge kind of art feel. Uh, which is the next block over. So the synergy is amazing, actually. They completely complement each other. And what we're doing is we're all about entertainment. And we're all about creating the magic. And, and with everything that's happening downtown, we're just we're bringing the glitz in what we do. Okay. We're, we're giving people more of a reason to come down uh, with the venues that we're doing and to experience the essence of what Las Vegas is truly about, which is downtown. Yeah, so, you know, what's really cool about what you said earlier about the two sides of the same coin is you know, sometimes when people are in from out of town, they want to know where the locals going, especially late, late at night. And what happens here in Vegas is when there are casino workers that spend their day in a casino. Absolutely. Right? 
the last place they want to go after work is another casino. So they go down to this hip vibe called Fremont East, and you've got a big joint. 601 is a really big joint for you. Uh, and, and so uh, you're going you're gonna to cut it up a little bit. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna divide it up into multiple. Yeah, it, the whole concept will be an entertainment plaza, if you will, and it's extremely exciting because the magnitude of what's going to happen with the partners involved. For example, the first locations are on the bottom floor. It's 14,000 square feet. It's two venues. The first venue is the Fremont Country Club, which will be a world premiere music venue. Uh, what's exciting about this is our partners, Michael Chud, along with myself and Terry Cottle, my wife, and our other close uh, resources and our people that come together with us. Michael Chug is arguably the largest promoter in the business. He single-handedly uh, beat out AGN Live Nation by Polestar. So he runs all of Australia, Asia Minor, Great Britain and Europe, and now he will become the downtown Las Vegas. You know what's so cool about that is that Vegas was built on uh, music and entertainment Thank and you. stuff. And, and yet it, uh, it kind of got lost through the well, years. Well, we're, so, br we're bringing it back. Well, you know, so Fremont Street Experience brings it back and brings it back absolutely, absolutely. free. Uh, you just met uh, Jay Bolin, who, who you know. And, and now you're adding yet another joint with, with live music. I mean, it's, uh, it's an art that shouldn't be as rare as it is well, in Las Vegas. There's certain things that uh, never go out of style, okay? Music venues, great bar lounges, casinos, restaurants. These are things that will always stand the test of time if they're done correctly. The great thing about Fremont Country Club is the caliber of acts we're going to have. Yeah. I mean, for example, Michael Chug is booking everybody from Coldplay to the Stones, to Elvis Costello, to Keith Urban. I mean, that's the kind of caliber of what's going to be happening at Fremont Country Club. Now, in conjunction with Fremont Country Club, the next location over is called the Backstage Bar. And our partners in the Backstage Bar are DJ Lethal from Lib Biscuit and House of Pain, and DJ Scotty Boy, who's the number two DJ in the world, and a Vegas native and a Vegas resident and has iconic status as well. So now the analogy I would give you would be if it, kind of more of a subculture, hipper version of uh, House of Blues and Foundation Room, but downtown. So the two will feed off each other. You have the Fremont Country Club that would you know, have regular shows, go from like an 8 to 12 scenario. Afterwards, the jam sessions, the late night shows and so forth, next door. Right. And they feed off each other and it's just gonna create a synergy that is not only going to be part of this whole symbiotic energy, but is going to be absolutely amazing along with the festivals that we're going to be doing in the parking lot, along with the radio station on the second floor and the TV production studio on the third floor. So this has been three to four years in the making. It's not something that we just kind of like, you know. No, and so like you just said, three to four years in the making and your appearance here tonight is no coincidence. We had you on because you're just getting ready to pop champagne. And absolutely, so absolutely. Uh, at, at what point do you think Folks uh, are going to be able to come down and well, see it. We'll have a soft opening in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, great. And what we'll do is uh, most likely with the Backstage Bar and Billiards, it'll be open to the public at the end of November. And Fremont Country Club will be open roughly a month or two after that. We're taking our time. It has to be perfect. You know, you can't rush art. Right. And we do things right, and we make sure everything is the way it has to be. And it'll be well worth the wait. And when it does happen, once again, it's just going to be an amazing compliment to what's happening downtown bringing people to where Vegas started and making the old classics new kings. Oh, you know, man. That's what it's all about. Well, thank you so much for uh, bringing your energy and your, your creativity pleasure, to, to downtown. Uh, I, I'm sure that the, the folks that are watching this are going to make a special trip to come down and see your new joint on Fremont East. Stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break.
Ivy from Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David from. You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivy from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Oh my God. So we're, we're talking about showgirls with purses. I mean, showgirls have been a staple in Las Vegas for a very long time, but only here on Fremont Street would you see that. So anyway, we, we made a, a point to... Uh ...know about that are happening now or are coming up so you can plan your trip. And uh, again, I'm not very good with details, and so to help us out is Tom Bruni, our marketing and our director of marketing. How are you, Tom? Good, good to see you again. again. Like yeah. you don't get, like you don't get to see enough of me at the <laughs> office, right? Anyway, so uh, what's coming we up have, like this have, weekend? We have nonstop events here on Fremont Street Experience. This weekend we have uh, the annual Culture Fest, which uh, blends uh, the Black African American culture with Asians cultures, and we have great food street food uh, from various vendors and entertainment and it's all afternoon and evening long. Starts at noon, goes to 11 p.m. and that's well, uh, this Saturday the 17th. Well you know I love me some barbecue and so <laughs> I'm going to rotate from uh, some brisket in the afternoon to some shrimp you know later in the day and then I'm probably going to return to brisket in the evening and uh, the stages are, are going to be active with cultural music and There'll be tents full of vendors and, and, and goody, goodies, right? Yeah, the food is, uh, food is wonderful. All right, so after that, we have something really unique. Uh, again, a, a neighbor just to the north of us is the uh, Las Vegas Speedway. Right. Uh, it's NASCAR week in Las Vegas, uh, the week after Thanksgiving. And on Wednesday the 28th, we have, uh, as part of Champions Week, uh, we have uh, the top 12 drivers, and I think we might have to put up a boxing ring. I, did you hear what happened down in Phoenix last week at the race? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a little little paint rubbing there. Yeah, well, uh, Jeff Boyer uh, ran into Clint. Uh, uh, Jeff Gordon ran into Clint Boyer right near the end of the race. They're right. both in the top 12. Uh, there was a lot of anger in the pits afterward, and uh, fisticuffs between the drivers and the pit crews. And uh, okay. So that, let me see if I got this right. We're going to have the top 12 drivers, right. and those two will be amongst that 12 and up right. on the stage together. So that's why we may need a boxing ring. Yeah, okay. And they're going to be uh, having a, a friendly competition. Uh, they're going to be playing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And uh, Carrot Top is going to be the guest host of that game show. And we'll probably have uh, five or 6,000 NASCAR fans down here because all the drivers are going to be signing autographs and meeting the fans. So then another enormous event for all of Las Vegas is the National Finals Rodeo and Fremont Street has been chosen as the kickoff party 
uh, the night before the, the rodeo uh, for how many years now? This will be the 26th annual downtown Good countdown. God. That's on Wednesday night, uh, February 5th, the night before the 12 days of NFR. And uh, we have a great lineup, Clay Walker, Jana Kramer, Uncle Cracker, and Dustin Lynch. And so last time uh, we did this program, we talked about the zoo that is uh, Halloween, and it was fantastic to be down here. Uh, it was like what, New Year's Eve. Well, so let's talk about New Year's Eve, because you just sent out the press release, was it yesterday? Uh, yes. And so we have how many bands? I mean, I, I signed a lot of contracts, but... I think we have 17 bands. 17 bands, and so... And there are uh, three days, 17 bands. Uh, New Year's Eve, uh, Downtown Countdown is what we're theming it this year, and uh, five headliner bands. Uh, we have uh, Buck Cherry, Queensryche, Quiet Riot, uh, Pop Evil, and Otherwise, and then a lot of the favorite bands from Las Vegas, like uh, Yellow Brick Road. Well, uh, Tom, we could go on and on about the amount of things that are... Uh, there are to do down here, but you gave us a quick snapshot so people know what to do. So uh, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break and wrap up the show. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off camera as they are on. Hey, Oz, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hole? Oh my God. You know what, and tell Cheap Ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off-wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally. So folks, that's the end of the second show. You can hear the Viva Vision program happening behind us. This is 12 and a half million light bulbs, and if you can still hear me, we're fighting against 550,000 watts of sound. We do this every hour on the hour in the evening. It's one of the things that makes Fremont Street really, really special. But the other thing I want to, want to leave you with is that downtown is different. You know, there's a, uh, there's a feeling of community down here and, and a very palpable sense of value down here. You get a better gamble with better odds. You get better value for your food and drink dollar. You, you absolutely get free music on, on a regular basis. And, and let, me, let me talk briefly about uh, that, that value on drink and food. I went to a concert down on the Strip, and I won't tell you what place it was, but me and a friend went down there, went to the concert, went up to the bar, I ordered two drinks. Pulled out a 20, because I know what it costs to buy two drinks downtown. Usually I could tip the waiter and, or, or the bartender and still get change back. The person serving the drinks turned around and said that'll be $38. Listen, that will not happen to you down here. This is a very different place and I hope you'll consider us as an option as you come down and spend your time if you're a local or your time as a visitor with us. Uh, listen, we had interesting guests. We had Tim Logger, we had Jay Bolin, we had Big Daddy, and Tom kind of brought us home with what's happening uh, up in the next couple of weeks. Hope you'll c continue to send us your, your thoughts and your comments because they really are happen, really are helpful, I think. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this jacket, but uh, we'll see. If you don't like it, tell me where to go shop next time. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>